This conversation was recorded June 21st, 2021. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Conversations with BC Hepatitis Network, a series where we talk with people in the hepatitis community. My name's Carrie, and as always, I'm joined by Daryl and our guest today, Wendy. In our continuing series, we're, we're happy to have uh, Wendy with us here today and following uh, with our, our dedication to, to having peer engagement. Good morning, Wendy. Good morning. Hi, Wendy. Hi. My name is Wendy. I lived in Vancouver, British Columbia all my life. As well, I've had hepatitis B all my life as I acquired it from birth from my mom. And I'm here to talk about my experience living with hepatitis B. Wendy, can, can you tell us more about your own experience and, you, and your family's experience with HBV, hepatitis B? Well, I found out I had hepatitis B while I was in university. And at the time, I really didn't know anything about it other than it was transmissible by blood. So after my fiance got checked out that he had the antibodies, I pretty much went on and lived my life as before. And then about 10 years after I found out I had hepatitis B, um, my mom was diagnosed with inoperable liver cancer. She uh, had never been monitored, and her first abdominal ultrasound was the one that discovered the tumor. So it was far too late to get any treatment or to uh, resolve it in any way. So she did try chemotherapy to prolong her life, but it didn't do um, as it did not help her and just made her last few months on earth quite miserable. So one of the wake-up calls for me, though, was that I need to take this condition much more seriously. So after my mom's death, soon after her diagnosis, I started to be monitored more regularly. I was getting blood tests every few months and abdominal ultrasounds uh, twice a year. So uh, at the time, it, it just... I continued on living my life because I didn't need to have treatment um, until just recently, about last year, my liver enzymes started to go up. And so I was started on antivirals. And even though there have been side effects with that, um, at least I was monitored to be able to find out that uh, I was not going to necessarily progress to more fibrosis um, because I was checked out, unlike my mom. So it's very important with hepatitis B to be monitored and also to find out if you have it because it's a silent killer. So you might have it and not even know it. So to be tested and then if you do test positive, to be monitored because it, it can progress without anyone even knowing how serious it is. Thank you for sharing that, Wendy. It's an important message. So Wendy, how do you explain hepatitis B to other people who maybe haven't heard of it or just aren't super familiar with hepatitis B? I usually describe it as a chronic liver disease that gives you, puts you at a much higher risk for liver cancer. On the other hand, it isn't transmitted through casual contact because I think there's quite a bit of fear involved with people when they hear hepatitis B. They think that they'll get it just by touching someone or sharing food with someone, but it's really a blood-borne disease. So unlike COVID, you don't get it just by being in someone's presence. So it's uh, transmitted through unprotected sex, um, needles, um, sharp objects that can cause bleeding. Um, and in my case, um, at birth through my mom who had hepatitis B. So it is not as scary, I think, as people should think of it as in terms of getting it from someone who has it. But for the people who do have it, it's, it's 
a rather systemic disease because even though it you don't necessarily know the symptoms, it can affect you in a lot of different ways, such as fatigue. It can cause kidney damage, um, and there's also the fear of the stigma that people have with hepatitis B have and are afraid to even talk about it. Mainly, it is just a chronic liver disease, but uh, and it's not something to be afraid of if you don't have it and you're around someone who does. Wendy, what do you think people should should know about hepatitis B? Well, I don't think many people realize how common hepatitis B is worldwide. Presently, it's been quoted as 292 million people are chronically infected with hepatitis B. It's the primary cause of liver cancer, which is the second leading cause of cancer death in the world. So it is worldwide, a very um, devastating disease. In North America, perhaps not so much, but with immigration and um, people coming into from other countries that have it, it could also increase. So I want people to be aware that it is a common disease that's killing a lot of people. And if we could get the awareness out there and uh, the advocacy to have more funding to research this disease, I think that would be awesome because we really would, the whole world would benefit from a cure. And that's what I hope to see one day. Is the testing easy to do? Yes, it's just a simple blood test to find out if you have the antigen um, for hepatitis B. And then if you do, then you need another one six months to find out if it's acute or chronic. Um, so it's very simple to find out. And it's very important to be tested um, because, like I said before, not many people realize that they actually are um, positive. And uh, if they don't know that, then they can't have themselves monitored, which is essential when you have hepatitis B to find out if the disease is progressing, which of course can be deadly. And I really like that you mentioned the worldwide prevalence and then kind of bringing it down into, uh, you know, closer to home, because I think that's not generally a perspective we get as often when we're having these conversations. It's very, you know, Canada, BC focused. So I, I just really appreciated that. So kind of in the, realm of advocacy and raising awareness. Uh, you know, we know that that is something that you have been involved in. Can you tell us more about your work in that area and the kind of things that you're working on or that you've done in the past that you would just like to share? Well, I've done a couple of talks for the Canadian Liver Foundation um, at UBC and uh, another uh, event that they had. But mostly I've been involved with the Hepatitis B Foundation, which is based in Philadelphia. Um, United States. And they are an amazing group that really try to advocate for hepatitis B. They often have meetings with people in the White House to try to change policies about how hepatitis B is approached, um, try to get funding in order to do more research. So I was able to be involved there as a storyteller. And as a result of that, I was also connected with a number of other events that they were connected to, such as a patient-led drug discovery. So I was talking with a couple of uh, drug companies to um, give a patient perspective as to what it is like to live with hepatitis B and what uh, we would need to, to have be enticed to be part of a study. So it's been a wonderful opportunity to be able to speak up and talk to others about hepatitis B, liver cancer, and um, to raise awareness about this condition. That's great. Awesome. 
So Wendy, are there specific resources that you recommend for people to check out to learn more about hepatitis B? And um, if there is anything, we will certainly link them in the description to the video. Yes. Uh, I highly recommend getting connected with the Hep B Foundation because they, on their website, they have the latest on the drug watches, what drugs are being um, investigated and researched and which phase they're in. They have a lot of patient resources um, in their website as well, um, and also updates on latest research into what is happening with the Hep B treatments and, um, and possibly cure one day. So it's an excellent research that I've learned so much from it because I think it is important, as I think I've indicated, to advocate for yourself um, to not to become more aware of your conditions, so that if uh, something does happen, you have a better idea of what's going on and uh, the latest treatments that are available. Another um, organization that has just recently actually been um, uh, formed is called HepBCommunity.org. So it's a global peer-led volunteer um, forum to support those living with Hep B. And uh, they have uh, quite a few um, verified experts on it who answer your questions um, about anything to do with hepatitis B. So it's a a great forum to, to sign up for because you can have a lot of your questions answered. As a more local organization, there's the Canadian Liver Foundation, which deals with a broad uh, group of different liver diseases, but it does offer uh, live right forums and which can give information to people who um, want to know more about the different hepatitis that are out there and also what people can do. They also offer um, nutritional information too for people with hepatitis so that they can try to improve um, what they're eating that will be less damaging to the liver. Uh, Just to let you know that that, uh, BC Hepatitis Network is is taking on hepatitis B, HBV, and we will be doing our best to uh, provide uh, resources and and support through our helpline, Help for Hep. And thanks for joining us today. And Wendy, do you have any closing thoughts? Um, thank you, Carrie and Daryl, for inviting me to speak about hepatitis B. I do want there to be more awareness about this condition so that hopefully one day we will be able to reduce, eliminate the stigma associated with it. And as well, my, my biggest hope is to eventually find a cure for this disease so that People that have it don't have to live in the constant fear of developing liver cancer or liver fibrosis, which unfortunately is the state that many of us are in right now. So thank you for allowing me this opportunity to speak about hepatitis B and how it affects people who are living with it. Thanks, Wendy. Uh, Really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Wendy, for joining us. And thanks to everyone who is listening in on this conversation. To learn more about viral hepatitis, including hepatitis B, you can visit bchep.org. And of course, we will have all of the resources Wendy mentioned linked in the show notes or on the website. Learn more about viral hepatitis and the BC Hepatitis Network by visiting bchep.org and contact us at podcasts at bchep.org. You can also find us on social media via the links in the show notes. 
For more episodes, visit bchep.org slash podcasts or subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app.